In today's episode, meet Stephanie Milky, who talks about homeschooling, music, and more importantly, health. I'm your host, Sylvia Morn, and you're listening to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast. Today, I have a lively lady on the podcast. Her name is Stephanie Milkey, an unusual name. And she studied business management and communications at Concordia University in St. Paul. She describes herself as a keto mom. She has a Facebook page with like 950,000 people following her every day. So she puts a lot of content on that Facebook page and she homeschools her children. How many children have you, Stephanie? We have four daughters. So you're really busy. Welcome to the podcast. Thank Thank you for making the time. You're very welcome. What I'd love to know firstly is how did the Facebook page come about? Because like 950,000 people following you is amazing. That's a big Facebook page in Facebook terms. How did that come about? You know, um, it started with a simple passion of, I know we're going to talk about a lot of things, but the Facebook page truly started when my husband wanted to get healthy. I mean, he just wanted to lose some weight. Um, and I just said, you know what, if I'm going to start cooking better and I'm going to start taking our family down the road of health and fitness all together as a family, right. Then I'm going to just start documenting what I'm doing because surely a mom that homeschools and has four, if I, if I'm interested, I'm going to learn something. I might as well share it. So that's all I did is I just, I would press record and I would take pictures. I, I'm not a Pinterest mom. I'm not a, everything looks beautiful and put perfectly together. I just share everything that we do and it's just been blessed and it's grown. So what kind of content will people find on that Facebook page and where can they find it? Yes. So it's just Facebook. It's just keto mom, just keto mom on Facebook. And, uh, it's keto mom secrets on Instagram, but basically, um, on the page, you're going to find different recipes and tips and tricks to help you with a lifestyle. And so most people might go, I don't want to eat keto. And I would say, listen, you know, there's a lot of people and and people might go, oh, keto is a buzzword or it's not going to last forever. But really what I like to make or help people understand is whether it's keto or low carb or vegan, or your goal is to just get healthy, the lifestyle or the diet that will work with you, the one that will work for you is the one that you stick with long-term. And that are my goal is, you know, people come for recipes and they really find a community. We talk about mindset and just an overall becoming a better person. So for those who don't know what keto is, what is it? Keto is, some would say a diet. So it's really high fat, really low carb. And if you really study it, let's just say this, Sylvia, your body can run off of like glucose or your body can run off of glucose, sugar and carbs, right? Bread, pasta, sugar, or ketones, but most people's bodies don't make ketones because you're eating too much garbage. So when you eat really clean and you do it for a long period of time, your body will make these little ketone bodies and they help you with your energy. Uh, your brain prefers ketones. It's an incredible fuel source. It's a clean fuel source. Most, I mean, we're just surrounded by junk, right? We're surrounded by everyday fast food, easy to grab and go. And so it's really understanding how our body should function and helping you do that. 
Now, one of the questions I see people asking on the keto uh, line of thinking is that when they're out and about every day in life, how are they going to sustain the diet? Yes. So how do you answer that question when it comes into the realm of keto? Because, you know, when you go into a fuel station or you go into the supermarket, yeah, there's like a lot of food which is questionable in yes. the zone. So how yep. do you manage all that? The majority of it is. So a couple ways. First of all, I love to say, don't mess up good for perfect. Most people don't actually do the, the keto diet how it was intended. It actually was intended for medical reasons. It was um, helping treat children with epilepsy. Now, if you fast forward years and years, they realize the keto diet helps with fat loss, right? Our, our world is obsessed with how they look. So it's the diet, it's the fat. I wanna lose fat, I'll do the keto diet. But if you really step back and study it, it's an incredible way to eat, but you are right. Sustainable wise, the strict diet isn't super easy because if you go to fast food or wherever you're at, um, you can make it happen and you can make it work. It's just being super aware. So what I like to tell people is this, we really make it and think about eating low carb. And I give you some basic ideas. So even if you were to go to McDonald's, right? Not that that's the greatest place to eat, but if you remove the burger or the bun off the burger, and you eat the meat and the cheese and maybe grab a salad, it's a better option. You know, you're going to drink less sugar, drink more water. And I help people get this mindset of, I can eat low carb wherever I'm at. It might not be perfect. Um, and then I, I actually drink a supplement that puts you in ketosis. So I actually drink these little packets of ketones. And so there's lots of things that you can do no matter where you're at to eat better and to feel better. So tell us more about the supplement. What is that? So um, six years ago, my husband was doing the keto diet. And I remember looking at him being like, you're crazy. Like, this is hard. You're tracking all of your food. He was weighing it out on a little scale. He was pricking his finger every day to see if he was in ketosis. And I was like, babe, this is not sustainable. And so one day he found a company called Prove It. And he said, Stephanie, did you know that you can drink something that's called ketones. Your body can make them and now you can drink them. And so he ordered it and he said, I need you to try this. And if it works, it's going to change thousands of people's lives because I know how hard the diet is. So I took the packet. I went away to a homeschool conference. I drank it and I felt amazing. And all I can say is this as, as a mom of younger, I mean, my baby, my girls were babies at that time. They were two, four, six, and eight, you know, and you, and your life is just crazy in whatever season you're in. But I used to always hit the three o'clock wall. I needed a nap every day. I was tired. I was exhausted. I had brain fog. And that day I felt like I had never felt before. I had energy all day long. I didn't need a nap. I felt like my brain could think and I didn't understand it. But over the last six years, we have been blessed to learn from the company, learn from doctors and scientists to go, this is a preferred fuel source. The diet is hard, but if you can eat better, right, and, and you can cut back on the sugar and the processed junk and eat more protein and veggies and salads and drink the product, the product works every time in under an hour. And so it gives you that fuel that your body can make. And then you work on eating better. Does that make sense? So when I look at this product, like what age group would you use it for or where do you see its application being best yeah. used? You can honestly, anybody can use it. So most doctors or scientists, or I guess I would say this, me as a mom, I'm not a doctor. So what I would say, Celia, if you, if you were like, hey, um, can I take it? I would say, yeah, anybody can take it. 
can my daughter take it? I would say it's up to you. You are the parent. My children drink ketones. It's up to me 100%. But what I have to kind of back up and I have to say, you know, how many parents, and if anybody's listening, I'm not trying to be offensive, but how many parents let their kids drink Mountain Dew and all the soda they want? And I think we, we underestimate the power of this fruit juice and the sugar and how this plays an effect of how kids' brains, like they can't sit in school and focus. And so I have my kids drink ketones, but I, we've got, I'll tell you this, Sylvia, we have a really awesome, if anybody wants to download it, anybody in the world can download it. It's a free app. It's called Prove It TV. So it's P-R-U-V-I-T, Prove It, and then TV at the end. They can download it and they can actually do a ton of research and look at videos about ketones in the brain, uh, ketones for athletes, ketones for performance, ketones for fat loss. I mean, anything they're looking for, it's a free resource to learn from the doctors. And I would say, you know, if somebody has a medical question or can I give it to this person? I'd say, let's find the tool and the resource or ask your doctor, show them what it is and see what they think. But we have a wide variety of people drinking the product. I would say that from my own experience, um, I would view it as a good solution for students because all this, as I'm recording this uh, interview today, it yeah. is just the end of September and I'm already seeing students, you know, flag, flagging at this idea of too much study to do, too much homework to do and long yes. hours. So have you seen it help in that situation where it, students can really get energized and refocused? 100%. So most people, honestly, here in the States, use the product for fat loss. That's how they start. But they end up staying and continuously using the product for months and years because they say, my brain is turned on. I feel like I can think. There's clarity. Uh, I feel like I can just handle my emotions. I can handle myself. Like it just is an overall incredible supplement. And I see it with my kids. I homeschool our girls, right? I can tell if they've been fed sugar and they won't sit down and listen, or I can tell if I've had them drink ketones, uh, go sit down, do their work and get focused 100%. And, and most people underestimate the power of food they're feeding their kids when they're learning music, when they're learn when they're school, when they're studying, when they're taking tests. And, you know, we blame it on things like ADD and ADHD. I'm not saying those aren't real. I'm just simply saying, I tell parents, maybe take a step back and look at what you're feeding your kids because the food is not serving them. The donuts and the granola bars and the sugary cereal is not serving them when they go learn piano or when they go do their lesson or when they go to school, it's not helping their brain. So we've got to switch that to help them understand that food is fuel and we can help their brain focus better by utilizing ketones or even eating better. Well, it's like this. I've seen it time and time again, where you purchase a cereal from the shop and you think you're doing great. And then you go investigating the ingredients and you, I'm shocked yes. at how much sugar is pumped into the first meal of the day, which is breakfast. Yes. It's crazy and it's getting worse. And then yep. you look at snacks and all that kind of stuff. It's full of junk. It's just all absolutely it. full of junk. Right now, I'm sure a lot of people will be wondering, you're a homeschool mom. Why did you choose to homeschool? Yeah. Good question. Um, my husband used to work for a church. And so I was just surrounded by some incredible ladies. They are my mentors. They went before me and they all homeschooled. And so to be honest, we didn't live in a great school district where I wanted to send our girls to school at that time. And so I just, I was taught by them and I've never looked back. It works for our family. Uh, I get to be, I enjoy my kids. Like I enjoy teaching them. I'm not going to say it's easy. 
it's not easy, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I have to be a teacher and I have to learn and I have to grow, but we get to do it together and we have great conversations and I actually get to teach them and grow their character and teach them integrity and teach them how to respect people, <laughs> yeah. you know, be a better person. Yeah. I think because the, the schools are so big nowadays, it's hard to kind of implement those boundaries into the classroom. And there's so many other influences coming in. It's very challenging if you want to really be careful about how you're bringing up your kids. Yeah. But I have listened to a common question from parents over the years, having dealt with families over 20 yeah. years now at this stage in the music world. And the question is, oh, I couldn't homeschool my children. Sure. How will they sort out their social life? Like they'll be alone at <laughs> yeah. home every day. Yes. So what would be your answer to that question? I actually have two answers. First of all, I feel like that's just a, an excuse. Uh, second of all, I, so we actually just recently have gotten our kids involved in the public school system sports. So our girls are with the athletes for two hours a day. And let me tell you, that's plenty of time to get very diverse in the world, <laughs> right? Um, but we're very heavily involved in our church. Uh, we do, one of our daughters is FFA. Oh, I don't know if you know what that is. Uh, I don't know if you have that. Um, like a like learning how horses. So you can do like learn agriculture. They can learn about farming. They can learn all of those things. Here's there's no shortage of things to do after school, right? And so we're just involved in the things that they show interest in. So they're around people. But what I love is I get to pour into them all day. They get to go be in the world and see the craziness of it because you don't want to remove them. They have to be able to deal with people and have those communication skills 100%. And then I get to take them out of that environment after a couple hours and have some serious discussions on what was talked about, what did they learn, what questions do they have? So it's like a, I teach, they go be with people as well, plus their siblings. I really feel like people underestimate the power of your best friends should be your siblings. Like, oh, that's, think that's about, wonderful. That's, think about that's how many friends, I, I would love to ask every adult that listens to this, do you have a grade school friend, even in high school, you connect with anybody from high school, because I'm going to guess it's probably 1% to go, oh yeah, I talked to them on Facebook. Oh yeah. No, like it never happens. No. Yeah, and so life moves we on. tell our kids, like if, if you're blessed with siblings, guess what? You should learn to love them and lift each other up and have learn great communication skills that way, because they're going to be with you for the rest of your life. But it's very interesting. I'm sure you've had uh, some interesting conversations following the idea of being at home all day and being in that kind of environment that you've created and then take them out into the world and then they come back home. They must be shocked at some of the things they see, I'm sure. You know, uh, we have been blessed to travel quite a bit and we love to hop on the van and go places with our company. Prove it. We've been around lots of people. So it honestly depends on a person's lifestyle and their environment. Our girls are probably not shocked by much, but we've also, they've been around more adults than kids. But I'll tell you that they can have incredible. I actually feel like homeschoolers are really great with adults because they learn how to talk to their parents, friends, or maybe they end up going to the dad's office or they have just different exposure. And so my kids can sit down with an adult and talk to them, hands down, ask good questions, have eye contact, be respectful versus in the school environment. And I'm not saying school is bad, right? It's a choice. Not everybody can homeschool. We've chosen to do it, but I also know you're right. The schools are big. Uh, I don't agree with all the things they're teaching. Um, I don't know how these one teacher per 32 students can handle it. Half the time they're trying to just keep the class calm. 
right? And so everybody has different views. Everybody has different reasons why you do something. Um, I just really prefer it for our family. Yeah, I've, I worked with a homeschooling family a number of years back and I found them to be the most respectful children I've ever worked with, to be honest. Yeah. They were an absolute pleasure. And actually, you've brought up a point there about their ability to converse with adults. They were bang on able to do it. Um, yeah. Whereas children equal of age, not in the homeschooling scene, I won't say they lacked a lot, but you could see that there were challenges and stresses that the parents had to address. Whereas this other family that I was working with had a lot of things kind of put to bed and nailed down. And there was yeah. they knew what their boundaries were. And the one thing I found as well as a music tutor for 20 years and working with this family in particular was that if I gave them the task to do, it was done. I can't say that for everybody else. It was kind of up and down. Now, you told me before the interview that some of your children learn music. So how did you decide to go down the music route? And what's your story concerning that? Um, I've always loved to sing. I will tell you, I've never learned music formally. So um, I loved to sing country music when I was younger. I've loved to, I love worship music. I, I think I told you worship feeds my soul. Yeah, and yeah. so I just started singing again for our church. And so I, this is what I feel about music right now. Our girls play volleyball and tennis. We've got a ballet, uh, a daughter that does ballet and we do horse riding lessons. And I think all of those are great, right? Those are great things that, you know, maybe she'll grow up and be a horse trainer. Maybe they will be a coach. You're going to learn different things in any environment that you're in. And you might never come back to it ever again. But if you can learn the piano or you learn music or you learn guitar, you can take that into any area of your life. You can take That's it true. into a church. You can take it by a bonfire. You can just sing to yourself. You can sing to your kids. You can worship God. You can, uh, you can change an environment. You can, I mean, music is an ever flowing. You will never not ever use it. I mean, if you choose to put it down and not pick it up, but you can bring it with you for the rest of your life. I wish, I wish I would have learned how to read sheet music and learn all those things. I just listen to a song and then I will sing it and I'm working on learning things, but I think it's a very valuable tool that I just think it's important. Yeah, but there's a lot of studies surrounding music these days. And I mean, if we look into the classical music genre, there's uh, Mozart's music particularly has been studied. And what they've discovered is that there is one part of Mozart's music that if you're very right brained, very creative type, and your left brain is a bit weaker, which is the more logical side, that it actually triggers that left side of the brain, which is amazing. And classical yeah. music is being played in places such as a McDonald's place in downtown Texas, where there is homeless living beside the location where McDonald's is and all the rest of it in order to keep the McDonald's Donald's location free of vandalism and it's working it's amazing and I can, it's amazing and that's just classical music yeah and like there's music there that we were just talking about before the interview like with say heavy metal for example and it's very kind of low vibration bringing you into a zone a very questionable zone where depression and all that sits mm-hmm. whereas you listen to this worship music if that's your thing or you listen yeah. to high vibrational classical music or whatever and it just lifts your soul. Can you imagine a yes. world without music? No, I worship all day long. I sing in my car as loud as I can. I'm worshiping and I love it. Yeah, it's, it's just wonderful. <laughs> um, now, just coming back to the Prove It story, 
Yeah. How do you bring Prove It, the supplement that you mentioned earlier on in this interview here, how do you bring that into your everyday life? Because I'm sure there's people listening to this interview and they're wondering, okay, this lady speaks about a lot. She's homeschooling. She's using a supplement called Prove It. She's like doing loads in her church and community and so forth. How do you integrate Prove It into your life? Like, do you, how much of it do you take in your estimation? What's safe or what's too much? Yeah. Just, um, honestly, it's a part of my everyday life. It has been for six years. Um, so what I love to do on the keto mom page and what we've done as a family is we've just incorporated a healthy lifestyle, right? So we get up, uh, we work out, we read because I truly believe that your mind and your mindset is so important to direct your entire day, right? I love to say own your morning, own your day, own your morning, own your life. And so we're just very strategic and we get up, I do, I work out, I read, I read my Bible, I uh, do my private business. I do all of these things before my kids wake up. I drink my ketones right away in the morning because it turns my brain on. Uh, and then I go about my day. Even as a family, I think oftentimes parents are too afraid to involve their kids in eating healthy. So they go out down this route of like, it's mommy's diet or daddy's diet, or I'm fat or nope, that's not for you. This is my food. This is your food. When in reality, our children need to learn how to be set up for success so they don't have to deal with the things adults are dealing with. If you can teach your kids, drink more water. Hey, let's go for a walk instead of play video games. Hey, you know what? We're actually not going to eat cereal anymore because it's so full of sugar. Let's have some eggs. Or you know what? I'm just going to stop buying all the sugary snacks. You can have some almonds or different options and not say this is mommy's or daddy's diet, but you really truly dive into having a healthy family. That's what we've done is every meal is like, what's the best for our bodies right now, right? Uh, can I have this? Nope, why don't you choose a better option? Or it's really just helping my children understand how their body works. Most so of the really, time, adults, right, right so you go. So it's really critical thinking. You get them to yes. critically think about what they're doing. Yes, yep, so and that's our day, yeah. right? Mm. Is listening to our bodies, listening to our minds. Uh, I feel like it really plays a role in our homeschooling, in our attitude, how we treat each other. So I drink ketones in the morning. I actually drink a second one in the afternoon. I'm not a coffee drinker. I don't drink anything besides water and ketones. And then I just do the best I can with my food. Like you but hear it sounds, mom, but It sounds like a simple diet, to be honest. Yep. I mean, I dealing with a lot of pressures in life and a lot of stresses because, you know, the world is the way it is now because of COVID yeah. and one thing or another, a lot of stuff has changed and that's throwing people. Like the simpler the grocery bill is very often the easier yeah. it is. Yeah. And I feel that when you take out all these snacks and all these sugary things, you're actually simplifying your process. Yep. 100%. Completely simple. And children aren't half as narky or hard to deal with. Yeah. You 100, know? I agree. hundred yeah. percent. And it's yeah. not, some people go, I can't believe that you don't buy donuts. I'm like, listen, my kids still go to birthday parties. They still have grandmas over. They still have plenty of stuff around them. It's not a never, it's a when you choose to eat it, let's learn to have self-control and yes. it's okay to have one and not five. Yeah, true. Yeah. And I mean, donuts are so full of sugar. They're littered right. with sugar. It's crazy. Right. So um, you referenced earlier on as well about fat loss. Now I know that will trigger a lot of people as well because we're sitting, a lot of our jobs for many of us is we're sitting yes. down more than we want to. I know that's very true for myself. I love being outdoors, but work mm -hmm. keeps me sitting down too long sometimes. Tell me about the fat loss. How does that work with the Prove It kickstarting yeah. that? How can it help someone in that situation? So ketones not only are powerful for the brain, they give you energy, like a long sustained energy, but they seriously help you with your appetite and your craving control. So 
if you have more energy, you might find yourself going for a walk on your lunch, right? You might find yourself coming home from work and maybe not sitting on the couch, but actually going, I actually think I could get a workout in. Uh, it's going to help you to, like you said, critical think to make better choices and control your appetite so that you're not walking into the employee lounge or maybe at your kitchen at home, grabbing the sugary stuff. It, it does something to your brain to where I feel like it gives you an extra five seconds to go, you know what? I actually don't need that. Or yeah, but I think it's, yeah, it does. But I think it also suppresses the appetite a bit. Yes. Yep. It really does. Yeah, it does. 100%. So if your appetite is suppressed and you're eating less and you're feeling great and you can think like you, you've got clarity of the brain to go, I actually, you know, I told myself I was going to lose 20 pounds and I'm not going to choose that donut. I've got energy to go for a walk. All of these things create fat loss. But isn't it completely true that when we're low in energy, that's the time that you'll go for the sugar to try and give you some energy. That's the whole link to this. That's the the whole chain it's the yep. whole thing. So yep. if you if you were to look at the history of mankind, you might say that you're returning to our roots in a sense that we're plant eating beings, not sugar yeah. eating beings, which is a more industrialized way of looking at life. You're 100 I mean, percent. So some of the doctors will talk about like, uh, well, they would say like cavemen, but people back when they had to, they had to hunt for their food, whether it was plants or animals. Right. They didn't go to the grocery store. They didn't go and get a donut. They would have to physically go and find their food or grow their food and bring it home and prepare it. And some days you would go, they, they could go for days without having food. Your body makes ketones. So you can either make them or drink them. And they're a long sustained energy. So when your body's in ketosis, it's using your stored fat as fuel, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's how people would say, oh my goodness, when you've got people that had to go hunters and gatherers, right? their body could sustain itself because it had a natural fuel it created. Yeah. It's amazing. Isn't it? What industrialization has done. It's like so cryptic. It's you have to kind of step back and look at the bigger picture to see what's going on. And very often I don't think people think about it because we're like, everyone is running everywhere and you know, it's (laughs) crazy. Well, if people tune in here, (laughs) yeah, but well, that's it. But how many asked that question? That's what I'm saying. How many asked that question? Because there's so much, advertising that kind of gets you to think a certain way and yep. you know you have to look this way i don't care about how i look i want to be healthy that's more important yep. i agree <laughs> now where would you suggest people go to firstly to find out about yourself find out about prove it learn about keto so can you just give a few yeah. links maybe that people can follow up oh sure so facebook if you go to facebook and just go to keto mom uh instagram it's just keto mom secrets i think youtube is keto mom secrets and then I would say if they want to download that free app, the Prove It TV, they can watch some really great videos. And then, I mean, Sylvia, they can either reach out to you directly yeah, and ask you yep. questions and you can connect them to me. Or if mm-hmm. they reach out to me on Facebook, let please let me know that Sylvia sent you or you listened to the podcast so that we can direct you to the right website if you want to give it a shot. And I can, I can answer, I ask your questions all day long. So there's never a question that comes into the Facebook or Instagram that's not answered by the end of the day. that's fantastic that's fantastic well listen stephanie it's been great to have you on because this is one topic that i've been wanting to get to on the podcast simply because i know that students are flagging and it's only the end of the first month back in school in my part of the world and i know for example musicians doing exams and tough exams the most the most common thing i see is just tiredness 
ruining a performance. Yeah. And it's usually because they're on sugar, caffeine, and all of that. Yep. You're right. And they, don't, and they don't know about this world and how it works and actually how simple it is because the whole thing about keto that I have seen is nutritionists, I was speaking to a nutritionist there last year before COVID kicked off and she says, ah, it's unsustainable. That diet is unsustainable. But when you think about it, you're actually simplifying your grocery bill. That's the 100%. That's the way I see it. So with that said, thank you very much. And thank we'll have you. you back again to talk more in detail maybe about yes. it. And people, if you have any questions about homeschooling, this is the gal. Reach out yes. to her. I'm here to help. <laughs> okay. Great having you on. Thanks thank very you. much.